0: Namaste, my name is Neelima. Welcome to Reflections Along the Way podcast, where you will be listening to reflections from learnings and experiences along my life's journey. So we are on to chapter 14 of uh, Self-Unfoldment. In the previous episode relating to self-enfoldment, we reflected on um, the five uh, sheets that are like uh, five layers of clothing which are covering the um, innermost uh, spirit, the pure self. And uh, these sheets can also be classified as three bodies, envelope the self, the pure self. And what are these three bodies? They are the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body. So there are five sheaths in total, right? And uh, they are the food sheath, the vital air sheath, the mental sheath, the intellectual sheath, and the bliss sheath. The food and the vital air sheath together constitute the gross body. And the gross body contains the five organs of perception which are the eyes, ears, nose, tongue and the skin. These are the organs through which we perceive stuff. There are five organs of action which make the gross body and those five organs of action are the hands, legs, organs of speech and genital organs and organs of excretion. The gross body also contains the five physiological faculties called the pranas. And it is this gross body through which we contact the world. And when we contact the world, we gather whatever stimuli we get from those objects which form the experiences of joy and sorrow for us. When this pure self identifies with this gross body, then it manifests itself as the waker and the waker's experience is that of the waking world and the subtle body contains the mental sheath and the intellectual sheath put together and this is exclusively made up of thoughts but there's also different types of thoughts and besides this mind and intellect we add two other types of thoughts which are the Ahankara and Chitta. So basically there are four different kinds of uh, thoughts. One is the mind. The other is the intellect. Mind is called Manas in Sanskrit. Intellect which is called Buddhi in Sanskrit. Ego which is the ahankara, And the illuminating aspect which is the Chitta. So these four together constitute the subtle body and uh, they are called the antakkarana. It's in contrast to the outer equipment which is in the gross body. The four components we've specified for the subtle body, they're all thoughts but they are different only in terms of functionality. They're not like separate organs. Organs have both structure and function. But these four, they don't have any structure. They're only different in function only. So what is mind? Let's go through one by one. What is mind? So mind is when, when we contact the outer world, then there is a stimuli that we get from the outer world. And that stimulus from the external world, it first enters us, through the organs of action which causes a disturbance in thought. So the thoughts which are in this condition of disturbance, they are called the mind. And after these thought causes a disturbance and then the disturbance dies down and then we come to a conclusion, we come to a decision. The thoughts which are in that condition of decision are called the intellect now what is the ego so when an individual when there is a when there is a thought that comes in a mind and the uh, and uh, we are aware that uh, both the disturbance and the decision are ours so this awareness uh, that we possess such as us thinking that it is this is my thought i am confused i have made a decision The feeling of that I-ness and minus is called the ego. So the ego exists in reference to the past. It's based on, like it's built on memories of uh, uh, things that we have experienced so far. Like we say, I am the daughter of so and so. I experienced this. I felt so sad. I went to college. I was educated in this college. I, I hate uh, this weather. You know, it's, it's all in relevance to what we have experienced in the past. Whatever that I concept comes from all the retained memories. And it also can come from hopes that we have from the future. It can be like, I hope to get like a new, uh, a new job or a new house and things like that. Now, the fourth aspect is the Chitta, which is the illuminating aspect of the conditioned consciousness. Now, this Chitta is that aspect in our thoughts, which makes us aware of all the other three functions, the mind, intellect and the ego. But when it goes through those three different aspects, then... It becomes as though conditioned by these different uh, functionalities. That conditioned consciousness is called the chitta. When this conditioning is eliminated, then this this conditioned consciousness merges with the merges back into pure consciousness. Uh, Swamiji gives an example to illustrate the meaning of chitta. There is a bright sun outside and a room is filled with sunlight. And outside the room, there is sunlight everywhere. It shines in every direction. But within the room, it is conditioned by the walls of the room. Right? The sun is there inside the room. It's the same sun. But it is conditioned by the walls of the room. We say that my family room is like really bright and sunny today. It's the same sun which is outside. But it is conditioned by the walls of the family room. We refer to it as the sunlight in the family room. In the same way when the walls are removed. Suppose the walls of the family room are removed. Then there is a condition. The sunlight in the family room merges back with the sunlight in the. uh, With the total sunlight that is outside. And when this pure self or the pure consciousness identifies with the subtle body. Then it manifests itself as a dreamer. And that dreamer's field of experience is the the dream world. The bliss sheath is called the causal body. So what does bliss sheath consist of? It consists of all the vasanas in their unmanifest form. When we are in deep sleep, both the gross body and the subtle bodies are inactive. Only causal body prevails. In this condition, we are not aware of the waking and the dream world. Even though we are not aware of the waking and dream world, we still have no vision of that pure self or consciousness because it's a state of non-apprehension. We are still ignorant. In this state, we do not know of that higher uh, consciousness, higher reality, nor do we know about that lower dualistic world that we have experienced in dreaming and uh, waking state. It's a state of total ignorance. It feels blissful, but as soon as we wake up, then we are back to experiencing life based on our vastness, right? When this pure consciousness identifies itself with the causal body, then it manifests itself as the deep sleeper. So that deep sleeper, he or she goes through this experience of nothingness, which is complete ignorance. And this is not same as experiencing the self. Thank you for listening to today's reflections. If you'd like to connect with me, please visit bluishmuse.com. Until next time, Namaste.